Right, um, I have entitled, this is the first version of Awakening the Cosmic Mathematician. And um, I don't even know what I'm going to say at this stage. <laughs> but from all of the reading I have done, from all of this and all of that and all of everything else, when we begin the process of exploring the subjective aspects of our own being, what we are actually doing is we're beginning the process of awakening the cosmic mathematician within ourselves. Because we are cosmic beings. We are the most, our brain physiology is the most advanced um, structure in the known universe. It has the ability to compute precisely. And this is something that um, modern mathematics, again I come back to mathematics. I always seem to come back to mathematics. Sorry, I'm just looking something here isn't working right. That's all right now. Um, Again, the modern mathematicians tend to denigrate our computational ability and they have this notion that a computer, as in a physical computer, computes faster and more accurately than the human brain physiology. The only reason for that is because the human brain physiology has better things to do than count numbers and, and do um, iterations in a particular language or whatever else. It is better, better, much better things to do. Because I've always sort of considered um, two things. that If you leave a computer or a mobile phone, or a tablet of some form, on its own, on a table, it will do absolutely nothing. Because it is nothing without a desire, an aspiration to travel the internet, to do whatever else. And it's the cosmic mathematician which instructs the computer to do something. And also the same can be said of a book. You know, there is this notion that all of knowledge is contained in books. But all of the libraries of the world will stay where they are unless a cosmic mathematician walks in the door and says, I want to find out about unified field theories in physics and walks up to the desk and says to the gentleman behind the desk or the lady I would like to find a reference book on unified field theories in physics and the lady behind the desk probably looks and says oh do you and she consults a computer and says yes we have a book on floor B42 and uh, Carrel number 27. And the person goes up to floor B42 
and looks at Carell number 27 and sees a book entitled The Unified Field Theories of Physics and written inside the front page is Awakening the Cosmic Mathematician by Brian G. McHenry and you never know where we could end up with all of this and um, what I'm finding and I was just sort of thinking of, of, of what am I going to talk about now and what I'm finding is I seem to have great titles, but the content is still a, is, is a bit rusty at this moment in time. And, and that's fine. You know, it takes time to develop um, concepts. It takes time to develop ideas. But I know that the concept of awakening the cosmic mathematician is a very important concept. Well... I say very important, is a significant um, concept. And we all do possess, within our awareness, within our physiology, we possess aspects of the cosmic mathematician. And, you know, this notion that um, we... Uh, this notion of tabula rasa, which was if my memory is correct, developed by Kant, that we're, um, what that means basically is tabula rasa stands for the whiteboard, that when children go to school that they are um, empty vessels and that the empty vessels must be um, filled with knowledge. Now, I believe myself that that too is incorrect. What they are are potential containers of knowledge rather than empty vessels. They are potential containers of knowledge. And the potentiality within those containers of knowledge must be enlivened. That we as beings in this universe have the potential to know all um, of the computational aspects of the universe. And it's not knowing differential equations and integral equations and things like that, because I do believe that the universe um, functions in a slightly different way. Exactly what way? Well, I don't know yet. Because I am in the process of awakening the cosmic mathematician. Now there are a number of things which I am doing in that process. And I will, um, for instance, I would say one thing is that uh, for many years I have experienced tinnitus. And it has been very debilitating over a long, long period of time. Even though I have been meditating for a long time, the tinnitus is still there. But finally... After a long period of time, it is starting to, um, the word that comes to mind is evaporate. But evaporate from where? Evaporation is not the concept that I would have in relation to tinnitus. It is starting to dissolve. It's a better, better um, con concept. Um, That's my mind goes off in its own directions. 
just as much as everyone else. Anyway, getting back to awakening the cosmic mathematician. Now, I was thinking of, of, of something there recently. Again, I was uh, continuing to read uh, John Hagelin's um, paper on restructuring physics from, the, from his foundation. And I was thinking of one thing there that, you know, the universe that we live in is not a cold and dark place. It is completely lively. I believe myself that every um, point in the universe is connected, obviously it is connected, to the unified field. And if every point in the universe is connected to the unified field, then there is an intrinsic dynamism in the universe which modern science does not take into consideration. And um, I believe that there is an intrinsic dynamism within the brain physiology of every student which modern science and modern uh, educational methods do not take in into consideration. And let's finish this up and say that if we awaken the cosmic mathematician within every individual, what we will have is that every student, every teacher will be smiling in the blissful exuberance of cosmic mathematics. I'm not going to explain that anymore. But it's a good way to start, to say that every student, every teacher, every professor should be blissfully smiling with the total reality of cosmic mathematics. Why not put it, that out there and see what happens? Slán August Bennett. Right, uh, this is version two, Awakening the Cosmic Mathematician. And that sounds like a very, very big thing. But what we need to realize is that the human brain physiology is an expression of the most advanced computational device in the universe, in the cosmos, the most advanced expression of computational potential in the whole manifest universe is contained in the human brain physiology. And even, we could say more so, within the total physiology of every human being. And if we are to propose a new philosophy for mathematics, a philosophy, a philosophy which transcends the current um, limited philosophy of an algorithm of a um, 
I'm trying to think of a word now and it won't come to my mind. Um, the fundamental aspects of geometry are described by, or the fundamental aspects of set theory are described by, it's not an algorithm. It's amazing these things happen. The fundamental principles underlying set theory in mathematics axiomatic that's what a, an axiom is it's a fundamental unproven system or not system but an, un, an assertion which is which is a basic principle which is unproven and then based on the rules of logical inference all other um, assertions are proven but if we are to if I am I'm, I'm saying that this is I'm saying that this is possible that it is entirely possible to awaken the cosmic mathematician within ourselves. And I had an experience of the awakening of the cosmic math mathematician within myself about 10 years ago. And um, I had done some meditation. I think I had done my, my morning or evening program. And the, the morning or evening program I do depends on various different things. But it's it's it's... At least, anyway, if not more, 20 minutes morning and evening practicing transcendental meditation. And I've been practicing transcendental meditation for 22 years now. And um, I did that one day. I probably did a more advanced program. I was probably practicing the, Trans the TM City program as well at that time. And um, part of the TM City program is that you rest after you meditate. And I had rested, and I got an extraordinary sense of every single mathematical formula in the universe appearing before me. And that's as much as I can say is what, what it was. And I had done nothing special. It was just this particular day I had awoken the cosmic mathematician. And I want to see whether or not it is possible to reawaken the cosmic mathematician. Is there a specific program which can be developed, or which I can develop, to awaken the cosmic mathematician, not alone within myself, but also within other people? And... I'm trying to think of the name of the cosmic mathematician, and I can't, because I, as far as I know now, and I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm not sure on this. Um, perhaps the cosmic mathematician forms part of the Veda. Samkhya comes to mind, which is the portion of the Veda that deals with enumeration. <laughs> and um, 
I used to I used to have a copy of that but I don't anymore so I can't read it and that's something as well that if anyone just if anyone is listening to this if you if you perform meditation then meditate um, if not at least listen to some of the Veda and you will find some recordings in Sanskrit on Spotify. I'm sure that other people have other sources. I use the the, the recordings that are on Spotify. And um, there's lots of different recordings and lots of different things. So, and that is how I nourish the cosmic mathematician within myself. And we know we're we're living in a in, in a very extraordinary time for the growth of knowledge within um, on uh, globally, and I'm not just talking about this sort of knowledge which which comes which appears in the internet and whatever else, which is more information. I'm talking about the growth of real knowledge. I mean, it's it's absolutely fascinating to me that. Uh, I can be sitting here in Ireland and I can tap into knowledge as this is being developed globally. And, um, you know, what I'm saying is that the it is possible, somehow or other, I don't know yet how, but I know that it is possible to develop techniques, to develop technology, so as to enliven the total knowledge of natural law within ourselves and one way of doing that is meditation is transcendental meditation and presumably other forms of meditation as well can help to to do that and i've often wondered how what is my role in all of this what is my contribution to all of this and all i can do is is to do these um audio blogs and Hopefully, as I say, at the end of it, maybe something will come out of it. Maybe someone gets something from this. Um, I don't know. And let's just talk a small little bit about the cosmic mathematician. You know, the whole um, universe is structured in a very orderly way. The notion that it is structured in a disorderly way is more a function of the paucity, in other words, the poorness of the modern scientific approach than it is of the richness of the universe itself. And I feel that when the full richness of the universe in both its objective, subjective, and process approach, when the full richness is comprehended by every um, every person on the planet, then we will have awakened the cosmic math- mathematician within all sectors of society, within all sectors of our lives, and we will literally live 100% of bliss total bliss consciousness throughout the whole universe. So I'm going to leave that there, that 
and I'll be back in a while. Shini Garmahagat Agaslan. Right, uh, this is version three of Awakening the Cosmic Mathematician. And that is the main philosophical, if I want to call it philosophical ideal, that um, I believe is possible with the integration of what we would call the modern or the traditional um, logic-based mathematics. If we integrate that with the Vedic approach to mathematics, then we will awaken within every student, within every teacher, within every professor, the cosmic mathematician, so that each and all will live in the bliss of full enlightenment. And that is what I believe is possible through a new philosophy. And it doesn't just um, in, in mean a new philosophy in terms of mathematics, but a completely new philosophy in terms of um, education itself. I remember a long time ago when I started up um, a what was called the Simple Sums Programme. And the Simple Sums Programme was an attempt at the time to develop um, educational software. And I remember thinking to myself and with the two people that I was working with that um, we could develop software in such a way that it would completely open the eyes of the students in amazement at their own inner ability. And it was then that the students would begin to realise that they can that they have the cosmic math mathematician within themselves. And, um, you know, I was thinking there, or talking earlier on about the concept of tabula rasa, which, uh, again, if I'm correct, is due to Kant, that uh, is the notion of a clean slate. We can say a whiteboard without any... Um, I won't say blemish. Blemish is not the word I'm looking for. Without anything written on it. And that is the way Kant viewed a student. And what I say is that a student has the potential to know the cosmos, to know the totality of all the laws of nature which govern the not just the physical expression of the universe, but also the subjective expression of the universe, in a sense, um, and I must say it, a student has the ability through awakening the cosmic mathematician to know the mind of God.
to know the mind of the creative intelligence which gave rise to this universe. Now that's going to take time. It'll take time for us as parents. It will take time for us as students. It will take time for us as teachers. It will take time for us as professors of knowledge to bring about this change within our educational system. And this is a change which is completely possible and totally necessary. Because, again, without having to go back again and again on the one fundamental point that I say over and over again, the current system isn't working. And this is time for us to, to, to have a grand vision, to have a complete vision, to construct a total vision of what is possible when we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every student, when we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every grain of creation, where every student can completely comprehend and can enliven the cosmic mathematician within every grain of their own creation. And then we can begin to, to, to create heaven and earth. We can begin to create the totality of knowledge which is necessary for us to give rise to heaven and earth. To give rise to a world whereby there are... I mean, one of the things which um, is very close to my own heart, is very dear to my own heart, is to develop the knowledge which will ensure that conflict, as we know it today, becomes obsolete. To make the knowledge of conflict, conflict, obsolete, to abolish all means of production of weapons throughout the whole world to make weapons obsolete. The only weapon that we should require is the knowledge to resolve, to prevent conflict. That is the only weapon which we should allow. That is the only weapon which is necessary in this day and age. The use and development of any other weapon, the application of computational knowledge to the production of any other weapon is unnecessary. And that is what will happen naturally when we can awaken the cosmic 
mathematician within every child. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every student. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every teacher. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every professor. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every bank manager. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician within every parent. When we can awaken the cosmic mathematician throughout the whole world. Conflict will become obsolete. Weapons will become obsolete. We'll still have our police force. We'll still have our army. Because the role of the army will change. The role of the army will be to maintain the lively awareness of the cosmic mathematician within the awareness of the armed forces whose role it will be to prevent the emergence of anything which will disrupt the smooth and superfluid flow of the activity of the cosmic mathematician. Shine Karamahagat Agaslan. <laughs>